Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. And I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. He's head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And on this show, we talk about why having a healthy mouth leads to having great overall health. We're going to be talking about dentistry and fearful patients. And Dr. Mann, you've often commented on this show about how avoiding going to the dentist can have major health implications. So what are some of the most common problems that avoiding the dentist can create? Well, you know, one of the things that we talk about on a regular basis, of course, is periodontal disease. If you don't have your teeth cleaned on a regular basis, um, it's inevitable that you're going to get uh, periodontal disease. And one of the things that we uh, struggle with in America is that is the number one disease in America is periodontal disease. Most people don't think of it as a disease, but it is. Um, it's basically inflammation and an infection around your teeth and your gums that affects your whole body. Um, everything from diabetes, increased risk, uh, definitely affects your heart, we know, and your heart valves. So, um, and now the other things we're finding is, you know, it, it, it crosses the blood brain barrier, especially the toxins that are produced by some of the gram negative bacteria that are, uh, that are causing periodontal disease. That toxin can cross the blood brain barrier and, uh, start the onset of Alzheimer's disease. And, uh, more studies are being done you know, uh, significant studies um, about that. And I think we even had a show where, where there's a company um, trying to come up with a vaccine like where they uh, can give you a, a shot to block that toxin if it's in your body from causing Alzheimer's. Um, they know that the, the toxin from Porphyromonas gingivalis, which is the, which is the specific bacteria, um, crosses the blood-brain barrier, and they're learning how it's causing that Alzheimer's. So it's very, it's going to be very uh, intriguing to see uh, how that that develops in the next year or two. But um, among other things, you know, uh, cancer it increases your risk for cancer, um, increases your risk for um, arthritis. So there's a number of different things systemic-wise um, that uh, not having your teeth clean um, can have an effect on. Um, the other things that people are, are aware of is, of course, you get decay. And undetected uh, decay can, can lead to severe pain in your teeth. It can actually lead to a severe infection if your uh, nerve dies and that nerve becomes infected. Um, I've seen uh, teeth that are what they call hot teeth. Some people call them hot. Uh, lead to hospitalization because uh, the, the uh, infection gets into the bloodstream. So uh, it is very, very important uh, to visit the dentist on a regular basis, um, even if uh, you don't have pain. What do we always say on the show? When, when you have pain, it's uh, usually very expensive and the procedure usually is not fast and easy. It usually takes more time. So um, definitely visiting a dentist will decrease those um, uh, events that occur that, that, that are costly. Yeah. And along the terms of fear, I mean, there are so many people who are anxious or even downright scared of visiting the dentist and Dr. Mann, you've been at this a long time, you know, in your 23 years of practicing dentistry, what causes this fear and this anxiety? Um, I'd say the number one uh, fear that we see is um, a bad experience at a younger age. And, and sometimes not even at a younger age, it could be a bad experience in general that has left people just scared and, and high anxiety of coming in. Um, and getting anything done in the dental office because uh, just the thought of, of it um, creates havoc in their brain. 
And, uh, and, and rightfully so, you know, if you have a bad accident in a car, uh, you probably are more cautious about your driving. Same thing um, is no different. You know, our, our uh, human nature is to try to avoid pain. And um, if, if there was procedures that were extremely painful and uncomfortable, then, then the human uh, body is going to say, hey, let's try to avoid that. Um, and that's that's the first step um, it, it, for people who are fearful is when they come into my office, I have to acknowledge that they are fearful. We, we don't put anybody down because that fear was created by my profession. Usually um, the only other thing that I've seen um, is fear being created in young children by a parent who is fearful. I'm always told parents, don't bring your young child in if you're scared of the dentist. Uh, let your spouse or let them go back by themselves because they can pick up on that fear and they can become very anxious about um, coming to the dentist. Um, some people um, do not like or that are claustrophobic, do not like um, someone in their mouth. Um, and uh, that can also create fear or high anxiety. Um, the other thing um, is noise from, you know, the drill. A lot of people don't like that noise. So that also can create high anxiety. So there's quite a few things the the needle. Um, people are, have needle phobias. So um, there are quite a few things in my profession that that can create fear in the dental patients. And uh, but um, they all can be overcome. That's the good thing. Yeah, that's the exciting thing. And I want to get into that plenty with you, because I'm sure those who do have a fear of going to the dentist are anxious to hear what you have to say about that. We do have to take a quick break, but before we do that, I want to remind you that if you want to find more information about Dr. Mann, or maybe you want to book an appointment online, you can go to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website, smileman.com. Mann has two ends at the end. From there, you can find information about Dr. Mann and his entire team and all the services that Dr. Mann provides at Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And you can also find information about the nearest office location to you. Dr. Mann has three office locations. There's one in Cary, there's one in Garner, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Again, learn more at smileman.com or you can call 919-462-9338. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back with more on fear of dentistry right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. If you want to learn more about Dr. Mann, head on over to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website. Mann has two ends at the end. Smileman.com to find more information and to book an appointment online. Today, we're talking all about fearful patients when it comes to dentistry and fear that we may have of going to the dentist. And Dr. Mann, just before the break, we were talking about there are options to help us overcome this fear. And I know that you are board certified to deliver deliver several types of sedation for patients who may be fearful of the dentist. So let's get into those options. Well, there's really three types of sedation. There's oral sedation, which means we give you a medication that takes away your anxiety. There is gas, which is nitrous uh, oxide or laughing gas. Some people know it as. And then there's um, 
IV sedation, which uh, we administer liquid drugs through the IV. Um, and the onset is much quicker. And um, basically, those are the, the three that, uh, that we offer and the only ones that are offered in dentistry. Um, now, uh, each of them have their own um, positives uh, and negatives. Uh, oil medication, uh, we use mostly um, benzodiazepines like triazolam, um, Valium, things like that, that uh, calm the patient's nerves. Ativan might be one of them. Um, the North Carolina State Board only allows us uh, to use one dose of any anti-anxiety drug. Um, now, if you have your sedation license by, uh, like I do, then you're allowed to add in nitrous with those oil sedation drugs. Um, the oil sedation drugs alone will not get you completely out. It just basically takes anxiety um, uh, away so that uh, you can have a more comfortable um, visit compared to uh, being high high in, in, in anxiety. Um, the other uh, one, which is IV sedation, uh, we can actually get the person uh, sedated to the point where they can't remember their appointment and um, they're pretty much sleeping throughout the whole uh, procedure. Um, nitrous is another uh, great uh, sedation is gas. So it's easily ministered. You have to breathe it through your nose and it, um, it, it works really fast. Um, you, you can get uh, deeper to, uh, or light depending on how much nitrous and the percentage of nitrous versus oxygen that we give a patient. Um, that's a great, um, I love using nitrous on patients that have a little fear or maybe some moderate fear because it takes it away. And nitrous can also create, um, create it so that they don't remember their uh, appointment or what happened at their appointment. Um, and that's a good thing in itself because, you know, most people don't want to remember being in the dental office if they hate coming to the dentist. Uh, they'll remember they're in the office, but they won't remember the appointment. The good thing about nitrous, it's easily reversed. It's the only one that I can give someone that they can drop home by themselves. Um, once a patient's on oxygen for five minutes, then they're allowed to drop um, themselves home. With medications such as um, Ativan, Valium, uh, combine that with the nitrous, uh, the patient uh, is, is, is more uh, sedated and more sleepy. Um, they're still awake. I can wake them up, but um, it's, it's deeper than each of them by themselves. And we do that quite a bit for people who have a moderate to more severe anxiety or fear of the dentist. Um, and it works really good. You do have to have a driver with that. Now, for those who really want to just be out, they don't want to, uh, to, to remember anything, um, that's when IV sedation comes in to play. And, you know, we can use um, several several different types of drugs through the IV sedation to get the patient so they're sleeping through their appointment and, and they don't remember anything. So those are the three um, easy-to-use uh, sedation methods that we um, incorporate in our practices. So if there's anybody that's, that's fearful of the dentist, um, there's, there's an option out there for you. You know, even if, if you're fearful of the needle, you don't have to do IV sedation. There's the oil, there's nitrous or a combination. Um, if you want to be in deep sleep, then, uh, then we do a uh, sedation as far as IV. So, uh, there's, there's a, there's a, a choice for everybody. And depending on the level of anxiety they have, it's, uh, we, we try to help them choose which one's best uh, for them because, um, like I said, each one has its positives and negatives. Yeah, we're talking about fear of dentistry, and you also mentioned, Dr. Mann, 
uh, fear of needles as well. But, you know, you have a special device that you use to help eliminate the pain of the needle stick. Uh, Walk our listeners through your technique for numbing with the needle. Yeah. Now, everybody that uh, gets any kind of work, whether you're sedated or not, um, we have to numb a tooth if we work on it. Um, So uh, we use something in our practice called a dental vibe. And it's basically a way that we give anesthesia, which is basically an anesthetic to numb the tooth uh, using a needle. But uh, what it is, is it, it, it uses a slight electric shock that the patient can't feel. And it also has a high vibration. And um, what it does is it blocks the gal gates, which is the um, it's the nerves that, that send the message to your brain that something hurts in your mouth. And so what it's doing is it's, it's, it's blocking that. It's almost like uh, taking your mind off getting a shot so that you don't feel it. Um, we have great success with this. The first thing we do when a patient comes in, we give them a gel that we have specially made um, in a compound pharmacy that uh, numbs the local area where we're gonna give uh, the shot. That, that does a really um, good job of numbing that tissue. And then when we use that dental vibe, um, it also um, takes away any kind of pain. Most of the pain that people feel with an injection is not the needle. It's actually the anesthetic going in. And the reason for that is the anesthetic is highly acidic, so that it'll have shelf life. And when we um, uh, inject those highly acidic uh, substances, patients know, uh, well, their body knows, and it'll, it, it sends a, a message of pain to the brain. And uh, that's why patients feel a lot of pain during injections. Not so much the needle, because that, the, uh, the, the gel that we use really takes the, the initial punch of that uh, needle away. Um, what we do in our office too, as well as using that dental vibe, is we actually put uh, bicarbonate chairside into the anesthetic before we deliver it. Now, what that does is it makes that neutral instead of acidic and makes the anesthetic neutral so that you don't have that burning um, and that pain that you feel when anesthetic's going in. Does that, but it also allows people who have a hard time getting numb, which also can create fear. Um, it, it really numbs those people up quickly. I don't have a patient now that I can get numb now that I use what's called onset, which is basically add, adding bicarbonate uh, to the cartridge that we're using. And those um, help those people that um, A, have a fear of the needles, and then B, have a hard time getting numb. So um, we, we, uh, we are very successful at that. And a lot of times people that have needed sedation because of um, needles, uh, we don't have to use it anymore because uh, – We've we've shown them that they won't have any uh, any pain when we're giving anesthetic, so that we don't have to sedate them anymore. So that's less money they have to spend, and um, it makes their visit a lot more comfortable. Yeah, I think everyone's in favor of that. Uh, we do have to take a break here. Don't forget, you can go to smileman.com. That's Dr. Man's website. From there, you can very easily book an appointment. You can find information about all the services that Dr. Man and his team provide. Smileman.com. Man has two ends at the end. Smileman.com. Or call the office, 919 462 9338. 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight. If you want to call the office to schedule an appointment or find more information, we're talking all about fear of dentistry today. And Doctor Man, after the break, I want to ask you about safety. You know, we've heard about sedation. Now let's get into a discussion 
about how safe it is. We'll do that right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Don't forget you can go online to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website, smileman.com. Mann has two ends at the end. If you want to find more information about Dr. Mann or book an appointment to see him, that's the best place to go, smileman.com. Today we're talking all about fear of dentistry and Dr. Mann, you were in the last segment discussing some options for us to help overcome that fear of dentistry if we may have that in terms of sedation and then that leads to the question of safety so dr man how safe is sedation dentistry and uh after that you know are there age limits for use of sedation when it comes to dentistry when uh, when sedation is given by a properly trained uh, person it is very very safe um, I will say that it, it is dangerous if someone is sedating someone and they're not uh, doing the proper protocols that have been set up. And those protocols are set up and reviewed on an annual basis by the North Carolina Dental Board. Um, there's probably some listeners out here that have heard that there has been some deaths uh, in the dental practices uh, where patients were being sedated, uh, not just dentists, both surgeons. Um, so what, um, what we have to realize is um, – and, and myself and my uh, dental assistants who, who've been trained and also the, I, I have a nurse anesthetist that comes into my office is we take every single sedation uh, very, very uh, seriously. Because even if a person has no medical history whatsoever, uh, we know that whenever you sedate someone, uh, they, there's a chance that their respiration or their breathing uh, decreases uh, when they become less anxious. So we have to monitor that. And we use all uh, several monitors in my practice um, to make sure that people stay safe. And if there's uh, any reversal that needs to be done, we can do that right away. All the drugs that we use um, in my practice are reversed within seconds, especially the IV sedation. Um, that's tied um, in to the blood, which goes stretch, uh, straight to the brain. And so, um, Within seconds, uh, we can uh, reverse any kind of, of a medication that we use. Um, we do use propofol. A lot of people know about that that drug when we do IV sedation. That um, has a half-life of about five minutes, so it's a very safe drug. Uh, it doesn't lower respiration that much, and um, a lot of people love it. Uh, people probably that have had uh, colonoscopies have experienced propofol. Um, you go to sleep with it, and you feel like you've been asleep when you wake up about eight hours, even though it might have only been an hour. So... Um, I always tell people, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where uh, it, we have to choose what's best for you. And um, some are safer for no, for others, depending on their medical condition. Someone who has uh, medical conditions, we have to get a clearance from their physician before we can move forward with any type of sedation in my office. So in my hands, I feel like it's a very safe uh, procedure. But you do have to make sure that, that all the protocols are being followed. Um, properly because as a, just like in a hospital, you know, anytime uh, you, you're uh, sedating someone, someone could have an adverse reaction. You do have to be prepared and make sure that you, as you said, following the proper 
protocols. Dr. Mann, I want to get to the the pocketbook question here. Will dental insurance help cover the cost of sedation? Yes, we are finding that some dental insurance um, are you know, covering the cost of uh, sedation. And I meant to get into age too. I, I left that out. Um, the uh, the age limit in our office, um, because we, we're we not a pediatric, we see uh, children, but I do not have my pediatric sedation license. That's a separate uh, sedation license. So we see uh, 14 and up in our office for sedation. Anybody that's 14 and below has to see a pediatric anesthesiologist. Um, children, um, their lungs capacity is not quite as great as um, as when you're age 14 and above. So uh, you have to a- actually have to have extra training uh, to get that license. So um, as far as age, the older you are, um, the less amount of sedation medication you will need. And the reason for that is because your liver uh, does not break it down as fast as we as we get older. So the older the person is, usually the less medication to get sedated. Um, is, is what we see. Um, and always we give the, the least amount of medication that is needed uh, for the sedation. Uh, there's a lot of people that just give a bunch so that the patient, uh, you know, uh, is out quick and, and won't wake up. But I, I'm of a believer that you give just the amount needed to get the patient comfortable so that uh, we can do the work. Um, but dental, dental insurance co- companies are starting to cover some, um, especially uh, those who are who have some learning disabilities. We see a lot of autistic and Down syndrome uh, children in my practice and do sedation dentistry. So we usually can send that through the medical um, instead of dental. So it, there are um, things that, w- that can be done. And uh, we, um, we try to help all of our patients, no matter uh, if they're getting sedation or not, uh, get the, the largest amount of benefit they can from their insurance, because we know, you know, that's why they pay for it on a monthly basis is, is um, to try to, to get them to cover as much as possible. So uh, we do, we will submit that for the patient. Well, you go above and beyond for your patients, and I encourage everyone, if you need to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, head on over to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website. Don't forget, Mann has two ends at the end, smileman.com, or call 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Three eight to get a hold of Dr. Mann and schedule an appointment. Dr. Mann, what are we going to be talking about next week? Well, we are going to be talking about uh, those people who have loose dentures. We're going to be talking about how they can uh, do something to get those dentures nice and tight so they can eat again. Uh, that makes a big difference in the the ha- overall happiness of a person. So I'm looking forward to that conversation with you, Dr. Mann. We hope everyone has a wonderful weekend and that you'll join us again next Sunday for Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a wonderful day.